Welcome to the Girl Vibes Only podcast with your host, Lauren Mancini. Love that for us. Please help a girl out. <laughs> I don't want to be an adult. And Anna Marie Warrington. I have two shots. I'm done for the night. Can I get another one sandwich? No pickles. I fucked up. Welcome back, everyone. Hi, Anna. Hi, Lar. How are you? I'm good on this nice fall evening. Oh, my God. It's like crisp outside. Very crisp. I, I, I live for it. Today, I was sitting at home, you know, working from home as one does, and I was sitting at my desk, and my AC unit was on, and I'm, like, normally, my AC unit is always at, like, 62 degrees, and I'm <laughs> like sitting freezing. there. Yeah, I know. I, I need to be freezing, and oh I'm God. sitting there, and all, I'm, like, shivering today. I'm, like, what the fuck? Even though you're wearing your sweatshirt for the same, like, 10th day in a okay, row. Okay, you fucking come for me. She wears I, this yellow sweatshirt, bright mustard. Okay, it's like every my work uniform. Like, I get up out of bed, and I just throw this on because it's comfy, and I'm just sitting at my desk. I don't go out in it. Well, thank and, you for changing And so every time I FaceTime Lauren, I'm always in the sweatshirt. And well, she's Snapchat, like, you're always in and it. And I'm like, dude, what the, she's like, whatever. Anyways, I was freezing, and I'm like, what's going on? And then I realized it was like, 50 degrees outside today. Yeah. It was, so yeah, I, was, it was like, I should save, you know, electricity and turn it off. That was smart of you. Also, something funny that happened to me yesterday that what? I just feel like I didn't tell you specifically because I so wanted to. So you could save it for the story. Yeah. So I was, I got my nails done yesterday because I have a bachelorette party this weekend. And um, so I got my nails done and I'm like walking home on Main Street and I look up and there's a squirrel like running on the telephone line. Oh. Yeah. He was cute. And I like looked up at him (laughs) and I was like, oh, okay. And then like I keep walking and I like see something. I like look up again. He's like following me on the telephone line. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? So then there's like a big gust of air and he like wiggles a little. And I like look down. I like look down. I'm like, I'm like, be some shit if you fell on me three <laughs> steps later I mean, mind you i'm on main street so like i'm in like the part where like there's people out on the sidewalk eating dinner three steps later the fucking thing falls <laughs> from the telephone line hits me in the back of the head i scream everyone's like what and i was like oh did you catch him no i didn't catch it was on like the back of me but like oh as God. soon as I, he hit me i knew exactly what it was like i just i knew it and so like i scream i'm like oh my god and someone was like someone yelled uh, that's like getting hit by lightning. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fucking my life. I literally, a squirrel fell on my head. Wait. Yeah. So where, where did the squirrel go after? I don't, he scurried away. I don't know. Like <laughs> ran on under some people's feet. I don't know. I am dead. I can't believe that you held that in. I, just oh, I told every single other person we talked to on a daily basis <laughs> besides you. Actually, I don't think I told Allie. But yeah, I came so home. Freaking funny. I came home and Morgan was like, How's the nail appointment? I said, It was fine. You'll never believe what just happened to me though. <laughs> Your little squirrel friend. He I fell cannot. on me. And like I knew it too. He like I like looked up and he was wobbling. I was so and I I thought to myself, wouldn't it be some You're shit? Like, something's and I did. about to happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Why did these things happen to you? Lauren, I don't know. I just, I stopped asking that a long time ago. Oh, dear God. Well, so, that happened to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like to keep laughing, but I feel like I'm um, Well, so to transition. Sorry. Squirrels falling from the sky. Yes. Um, It's raining squirrels. It's raising your squirrel friends. Yeah. Like girlfriend, you know? Girlfriend. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I think it was a boy. He was a chunker. Oh. It kind of hurt, Loki. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> Are you gonna be like scarred from all squirrels now? I'm just I'm gonna for sure watch out next time I see one. <laughs> I don't know that I ever saw uh, saw one like on a telephone wire. Like I thinking like, about that's like a like us on a tightrope. It is. He was a balanced. Yeah, he role. and like you know, it was it was weird. Apparently not too too well. No, he was not. Balanced. He was not doing well. He shouldn't have been up there. <laughs> oh my god, that is too funny. And actually, Monday it was very windy too. Yeah, so it was windy. So love that story. Yeah. Gonna bring that up probably a million more times now. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. But um, you may, you may have heard some extra giggling in the background. Probably. Sorry, that was probably a terrible thing to do. We're like have a guest. We we have a guest today, a very special, very one. special guest. 
a little nug. A little nug. The original nugget. Mm-hmm. But she's mature and cute now, so yeah. not just a She's, like, nugget. more mature than us. But it's my sister. So, Erin, welcome. Hi, Erin. To Girl Bar I'm still laughing about this. Erin's, like, has a pillow to her face. I'm trying not to ruin it and trying not to lay up. But, like, he wiggled. Lauren goes before oh we start. She goes, God. "All right, Erin, just be quiet at first." <laughs> yeah, like usually we and like intro our guests, Sorry. and then she talks about the it's flying fine. chunker squirrel. I should have dropped that story oh after. Well, as long as I'm allowed to laugh. Yeah. yeah. So Erin's joining the podcast. I'm so excited. This is not your debut no. because you were on for the episode with Tyler and I. It was yes. You were our um, Q and A. Yeah, it was yes. Best episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of my faves. Because I had my two one. faves on it. Um, Anna Wilson. Rude! I'm kidding. You're on all no, of them for me. me. I love it. Uh-huh. Um, but no, we're really excited. So like, <laughs> we just like had a lot of fun, but now we're moving into kind of like a serious. Yeah, sorry, that was topic. not the intro we should have had for this topic. <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> um, we're we're gonna be talking as the title insinuates anxiety. Anxiety. I think we're all a little anxious to talk. We have anxiety about anxiety. <laughs> we're very anxious. Um, and we are talking about, so I kind of brought this topic up to Anna because it's something I deal with all the time. And it's something that you've been talking about a lot more lately. Mm-hmm. And Erin, um, my sister, who's here, like she's also had experiences. And so also we, there's so many different types of anxiety. I feel like it'd be really interesting to talk about them mm-hmm. and talk about our experiences. Because and I feel like we each have a different one. We have a totally different experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it, I think it's just helpful to like talk about it because yeah. people get weird about it. Yeah. And I feel like it's like kind of a trendy topic, which it shouldn't be because yeah. it's like, you know, mental health disorder what, over here, but like people are like, I'm anxious. And I know. Like, Let's not make it like a a trend, a trend no. but like we can openly talk about it that's healthy I feel like within the last like I wouldn't even say a couple months maybe even a year it has become a trend like yeah people make it like something cute and yeah it's not, it's not yeah. cute and that's yeah. the thing it's like I feel like on TikTok too it's like all those like put your finger down and it's like yes. it, like it's the mental illness and it's just like while I do laugh at those TikToks, maybe right. I shouldn't. But it's not like that's not cute. you laugh because there's truth for you. Yeah, but, like it's I not relate. something that it should. No, it shouldn't. Like we shouldn't be laughing about mental illness. It's something we should. It's something we should have like an open conversation about. So right. I guess it's good that people are like, you know, opening up about it more. But it's definitely not like a cute, trendy, quirky like personality trait. Like no. it's serious. Yeah. And I think, yeah, and, like, I remember when we talked with Morgan, who mm-hmm. um, you guys follow us, is Anna's roommate, she talked about the seasonal depression, which we did kind of touch on anxiety a little mm-hmm. bit, and we touched about differences between feeling sad and feeling actually depressed, and I think yeah. that comes up a lot with anxiety, mm-hmm. and, like, sometimes you can just be anxious, or, yeah. like, have an anxiety attack, even mm-hmm. a panic attack, and not have a disorder yeah which like I hate saying that it's an anxiety disorder because that sounds scary (laughs) it sounds scary but it also just like it kind of bugs me and I think I said this last time when we had the conversation with Morgan it bugs me when people are like I just have such bad anxiety and it's like okay do you feel anxious because that's one thing and totally valid and you're completely okay to feel that way but it's another thing to have anxiety like anxiety disorder and suffer from it on a daily basis and I hate when people who are maybe just anxious and feel right. anxious, like, you know, every now and then in situations where you should feel anxious, like, play it up almost. And yeah. I don't ever want to say, like, oh, you're faking it, because that's not the case. No, but I think But it goes that. along with, yeah. like, the TikTok trends I was and things say, like that. It goes right along with the trend of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, how would you guys describe, because I think we should make the difference before we jump into, like, different types. Like, how would you guys describe just feeling anxious? Mm-hmm. So, any person on the street can feel it I feel like anxious anxiousness at least for me I can definitely feel and like you know in school before I was going to take a test it's like that like unsettling feeling like in your stomach probably a little sweaty yeah something like that and then there's being anxious about like um social anxiety so like Mm -hmm. not feeling super comfortable out in a social social situation or um 
like again like kind of that like pit in your stomach almost feeling but then there's I feel like anxiety that maybe you don't have that like stomach feeling and it's like anxiety of your mind's racing you can't get your mind to shut off and you're constantly thinking about something and so I feel like that's that's being anxious I think anxiety like it affecting your everyday life is probably a mix of both in situations that wouldn't I would I don't want to say normal person but wouldn't someone without anxiety. someone with anxiety without anxiety disorder maybe wouldn't feel that yeah in that situation that made sense yeah I was just gonna kind of go along with that like I feel like my typical anxiety um you know I again, with the like test example, you know, you're a little unsettled, you're a little sweaty or a little nervous, things like that. But, you know, where my anxiety stems from, it's like the mind racing, the heart beating, mm-hmm, the, yeah. you know, I'm almost dizzy sometimes yeah. depending the situation, like, and it almost is like it hits me all at once. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, maybe I don't feel that every single day. But when I feel it, it's like, yeah, that overwhelming sense mm-hmm. of, you know what a good example is? Like, have you guys ever heard of hangover anxiety? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't even know that was, like, had a term. But it's, mm-hmm. like, when you, you get go. get so bad. I get so bad. <laughs> like, when you go drinking or, like, you just have drinks. Literally, it's from alcohol. It's not yeah. from, like, the act of doing anything. But it's just, like, you have wine or you have, like, whatever. You wake up in the morning and you could literally have sat alone in your yeah. room and, like, didn't talk to anyone, didn't text anyone. You wake up and you feel anxious like as if you did something wrong and so finally like me and Allie were Mm -hmm. talking like because she would get it too Mm -hmm. finally I looked it up because it was so bad the one morning and it was called hangover anxiety and I'm like oh my god it's real and but and that's just something that people anyone can get yeah and then I think with normal people yeah music quotation marks having anxiety it's always related to like a stress yeah Whereas, like, a disorder, and this is where I'll jump into kind of, like, the types, like, a generalized anxiety disorder, it's usually you don't know what's causing it. Yeah. You don't know the root cause. Um, you just feel it. You feel it for multiple days in a row. Um, you Your mind's racing for sure. That's, like, yeah. a huge thing. Like, it's about – you might be having trouble sleeping, and it's affecting your daily life, yeah. and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, that's – I'll, I'll, I'll go into it in more detail, but then we have a couple others, and I think we're all going to talk about one of them because yeah. it kind of affects all of us differently. Yeah. So generalized anxiety disorder, and also, preface, we're not doctors. Like, we're no. not experts. Like, this, <laughs> <at all. laughs> no. this is our area of the teacher, but, like, they're not doctors. Like, we're just, you know, speaking from our experience and from what we know. Um, but there's generalized anxiety, and a lot of these types fall into that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can have that disorder. Yeah. And experience different ones. Um, and then there's social. Mm-hmm. Social anxiety, which Anna's going to talk about. Um, there's seasonal. So that kind of relates back to Morgan's episode. Like yeah. you can get it just like depressed, seasonal depression. You can get anxious seasonally. So we won't touch on that too much. But um, the other one we'll talk about is like PTSD. Mm-hmm. So like after a situational, like, yeah, you know, have that. And Aaron could talk more about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to talk about – Social first, because sure. I feel like you've you've hinted at it a couple sure. times. Yeah, so I I don't want to say I've never been diagnosed with anything like this. This is just I guess a self diagnosis, um, just from like you know personal experience and things that like I go through. But first off, before, like I guess all y'all do social first. So social anxiety, I feel like I definitely I don't want to say I have severe social anxiety, but I definitely um feel anxious when I'm in social settings, especially when it's like a social setting with a lot of people. And when it's with people I don't know, or people I'm meeting for the first time. And it's almost like, I feel like it can go go two ways. Either I'm anxious, so I'm like overcompensating, and I'm very like, energetic and like monopolizing every conversation and like being goofy and funny and it's like an anxiety where (laughs) I like am nervous about maybe how other people are going to perceive me and like I'm completely focused on like if I'm doing something weird or if someone's if something's on my face or if someone's looking at me strange and like what they're thinking and total like have like a very um 
like a big sense of how what I'm doing like socially like with mm. like with my hands and like what I look like. Do you feel like people are like hyper aware? Of yeah, I'm just doing? I'm like hyper aware of my personal space and how others are perceiving me. And so that can either transform then of me like trying to be goofy and funny so that like if they are laughing at me, like I'm also just laughing in too. Like it's like, oh, I'm being like funny or it's the opposite effect where I'm just like completely silent like I don't like really talk at all I'm like way more reserved and I'm constantly like if I'm having a conversation with someone who's like I don't know I'm like my head like like mind is racing on like okay what topic can I bring up next and I'm like not even listening to what the person is saying and I um it's like a big social anxiety of mine like one of my things is like I never know at someone's name when I meet them. Uh, like you're so freaked out. I'm so like I'll like someone I could go up to someone and be like, "Hi, I'm Anna Marie," and they can be like, "Hi, I'm I don't know, so and so." What Tori? Yeah, I'm Tori. <laughs> and so like I'll like shake their hand, like whatever. Like, but as they're as they're saying to me like, "Oh, I'm Tori. I'm so and so." In my head, I'm just thinking like, like how did that go? I'm, no, in my head, I'm like smile shake their hand breathe blank stand up straight like I'm just like going through my head of like don't look like a fucking psychopath that like as soon as it comes out their name I'm just thinking of a million things where I'm just like I don't even know what their name is so like it takes me I'm terrible with names in that aspect because like I just don't even listen because I'm thinking about so many other things so it's like um it's a real treat going out in public for me well it's like really funny too because I feel like a lot of people especially listening to this podcast one would not expect that because you're very outgoing you're very you have a big personality, mm-hmm. but I feel like it really is. And I've seen it firsthand because yeah. I've been with you in comfortable situations yeah. and your life of the party mm-hmm. and like butt of the jokes mostly yeah. because like at your Which expense, like, <laughs> squirrels fall in your head. Yeah. Like it's very easy. <laughs> but um, also in other situations, like at a bar yeah. or like, you know, just at a party that we don't know many people. And I do, I've seen it like yeah. where you kind of, um, I don't want to say you go inward, but like, you're just less yeah yourself yeah like you're you're not for sure and I feel like alcohol um I think that's why but does it help it or it helps it? it a ton yeah like and, and I think I think alcohol kind of um amplifies the side of let me be like goofy and funny so that like if someone's laughing at me I'm also laughing at myself yeah but um it helps a ton to like just kind of be like oh who cares and like things like that so I was gonna say that yeah. alcohol probably helps you not think yeah, so much exactly. about what you're gonna say and yeah. just think about like blurs the line yeah yeah exactly yeah exactly. that's why I said in our dating episode take a shot before <laughs> yeah um I know and just to make sure that you're <laughs> yeah keeping just, yourself liquid courage exactly so I have like social anxieties in that aspect and I feel like it can I feel like it's like different even just like going to the store like I'll purposely avoid like trying to like talk to people and like yeah. you know or like if I'll like, or it's like I go to in the store and I'm like make eye contact with me yeah I no like I purposely like, <laughs> don't make eye to contact with people out girl oh same like I don't want to talk to people like there's been times like <laughs> the other day I was going for a walk and I can't came up to the corner of my street and I see that my neighbor is sitting out on the porch like doing something and I turned around and walked back the long way because I just didn't I was like oh, oh I can't do deal with like over yeah like I just like way. I will like go out of my way to avoid like social interaction yeah. sometimes which whatever yeah. um so I have like that that I deal with but then more recently mm-hmm. like I feel like I kind of touched in my like in our the blog post that we posted which about if you haven't checked it out go read girl vibes only yes um it's on like what I learned during COVID and so during the pandemic was really when I first like um, kind of dealt with anxiety in the sense that we like kind of just talked about as in like general anxiety. And I didn't even know what it was at first. It was more presenting like my mind was racing at night. Like I couldn't shut my brain off. And I was just like, I wasn't getting any sleep. Like I was up until three, four in the morning and like I was exhausted, but like I just couldn't shut my brain off. And I would be like, and then that would make me feel sick the next day. Cause like if I don't sleep a good amount, like I don't feel good the next day. And it was just like a vicious cycle. And then it was almost like, like kind of how Aaron was saying, where like you almost feel like lightheaded and like like I just like felt like sick and I like didn't know why and like my heart was like constantly racing and I felt like I kept needing to take like deep breaths and I'm like what is going on with me like I was having yeah. like serious and then I was just like like you know when you just like don't get enough sleep that like yeah. affects you and you're just like sad or whatever so I 
was like going through that with like COVID. And I feel like there's parts of um, quarantine where I was like really like paranoid, like, oh my God, am I sick? And where it's like, you almost make yourself sick because yeah. you're like, am, you're like so nervous. you're thinking about it. Yeah. You're going to get sick. So I was like dealing with it and I was talking to my roommate about it. I was like, I don't like, don't know what's up with me. And I like started taking melatonin at night, just to, like shut my brain off. And she was like, that's like anxiety. And she's like, what are you anxious about? And I literally couldn't tell you. And it would be random situations like I'm not someone I remember I um I went to visit my friend Taylor in Buffalo and the last day I was there we were going to get like breakfast with like two of her other friends and another two other friends of mine whatever um and we like we're going to get bagels and we're driving to the place and Taylor's like talking to me and I'm like on the verge of like an anxiety attack and I can like feel it and I haven't had an anxiety attack in like years and I was like I didn't know what was going on I literally couldn't even tell you what the conversation she was having with me and she's like are you okay and I was like no I'm like super super anxious right now I don't know what the deal is and so I like had like talk myself down, like take deep breaths, like drink some water. And like the entire time it got like a little better. And the entire time we were like at breakfast, like I was, I was like, literally felt like I was on the verge of like, I was either going to cry or like hyperventilate. Like I couldn't figure it out. So I finally get in my car to come home. And I, I I think I was just saying having anxiety about maybe the drive home because it's a long driver. I don't know what, but I got in the car and like got on the road and like I was fine. And I was like, just take a deep breath. Like you're fine. And that's never something that would ever give me anxiety. Like I drive, I drove like six hours at school back and forth all the time when I was in college. Like, I'm like, that's not something. You always volunteer. Like you're the driver. Yeah, like I don't mind. Like driving isn't like an issue for me. And so it gave me so much anxiety. And I was like, what the hell is going on? So I figured out in the middle of summer that it was the birth control I was on because I had just started like a new one, like three months prior, which would have been the start of quarantine. And I like looked it up and there, the birth control I was on, there was like all these reviews saying like how everyone was like, I was depressed. I was anxious. blah blah, And I was like, Oh my God. So I just stopped taking that birth control because I was like, it's doing this. I guarantee this is what's doing it for me because this is so like out of character for me. And so I stopped it and like literally within two weeks, I was totally fine. Like hormone, anything that messes with your hormones, yeah. you definitely have that side effect. Yeah. And I've had that too, yeah. like for sure. And it was like, it was one of those things where like, I've obviously felt anxious before. I've like felt what anxiety feels like before, but like not to that extent and not to the reason of like, I feel like anytime I've ever been anxious, it's like, oh, because of this. I would feel anxious all the time and have no reason. And that was what was more, most frustrating because I felt like I was like, I don't know how to fix this. Yeah. Like, there's no reason I should feel anxious. And the right things now. with like, the thing with like anxiety attacks too, like, mm-hmm. and I still do it. And like, not that I get anxiety attacks yeah. all the time, but you feel like it's not anxiety and something's yeah. wrong. Like, yeah. I'm like, am I going to pass out? Am yeah. I going to get sick? Is it you like, you, you're kind of like, what, what did I eat last night? Like, yeah. did I not drink enough water? And then like, as I'm going through it and as it's like, on the downhill, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, like that was that's that. what, so, what it was, yeah. yeah. It and that's it the really thing. Does mess I, with you. I remember I literally said to Taylor, I was like, I don't know if it's because we had like coffee this morning and I haven't eaten yet. Like literally, like I couldn't. You're like, you're like trying it. to figure out yeah. why and what. Yeah, well, and that's I think especially during like you bring up quarantine, and yeah. I think I just know from talking with people, so many people yeah. became anxious mm-hmm. and depressed. Like you know, the whole nine during quarantine and I think it's just because like it's a new situation something like if you think about anxiety it's like a good way to describe it is like fearing the unknown or like fearing what you can't control yeah and COVID the pandemic literally something you can't control yeah and I think everyone for the first time started feeling Mm -hmm. what you know us anxious people get every day yeah and they didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. So they felt sick or they yeah. felt like they were getting COVID or like, yeah. you know, the whole nine. But, um, and that's why we wanted to talk about this too, because we're like, it's so normal yeah. that it's like, okay. And yeah. it's like, let's just talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was scary too, because like, even when I, like my, even my roommates, like I would come downstairs some days and like Morgan would be like, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah. And she'd be like, you just like seem off. Like you're not you're yourself. Not yourself. Yeah. And I, wasn't at all like I was totally like I was like a different personality and she's like something is definitely off I'm like I can't tell you what it is and that would like make me even more like worked up because I'm like I don't know like what's going on with me like I'm not this person diagnose yourself yeah and it was like 
I'm happy I figured out what it was. And like, I've definitely been so much better since then. I've definitely like had, you know, my normal anxieties, but not feeling like I was. And I'm like getting better sleep now. Like I literally, there was like probably a span of like two and a half months there where I was getting like two or three hours of sleep at night. And it was the worst. So like, I'm like, haven't, how do you, is that how you flew through the vampire diaries? Oh, I haven't flown through. I flew through Gilmore Girls because of that. Um, Vampire Diaries, no. Vampire Diaries was post my anxiety. Okay, that was the reason. Um, but it definitely opened my eyes. Like, and I think I said in the um, blog post, like, I feel so much for people who have like anxiety disorders now because it is the worst. It's like it's the worst feeling because, like Aaron said, like you don't know when it's happening. Like you try to justify it in every other way besides anxiety. And even if like you, I don't know, even if you did tell yourself, oh, it's just anxiety, it still it doesn't, doesn't make you feel no. better. Like, it's not like, oh, okay, it's just anxiety. Like, I feel good now. Like, that's just yeah. not what it is. And me too, like, not that I use sleep as a coping me- mechanism because I don't, but like, if I have a bad day or I'm just like, oh, like not feeling well or something, I'm like, just go to sleep. Yeah. You'll wake up and you'll feel fine. Oh, yeah. Because it's like starting over. You exactly. Reset your body. And it was annoying because I would, at night, I'd be like, all right, just go to bed, wake up, you'll feel fine tomorrow. And then I'd be up it's for six so hours. Yeah. I like, couldn't. So it was so frustrating. And like, I'm so happy. Birth control fucking sucks. Like, I was, I, <laughs> it was in such a bad taste in my mouth after that because of birth control or whatever. But, um, yeah, so that's been, like, my um, recent bout with anxiety and then, like, my social anxieties that I deal with on a daily basis. So, like, I guess you literally had generalized anxiety for mm-hmm. a decent amount of time. And then we also talked about social anxiety. So now I think it would be a good time to talk about you, Erin, because you have a situational anxiety that then kind of continued. So talk about your experience. And like your story and you know we'll ask you questions i'm sure sure um well so first off i mean our family in general has a history of anxiety like um you know my mom has it runs in the fam yeah the dog like we all have it literally <laughs> miles has separation <laughs> anxiety. Sure has anxiety that's funny. for sure he really does like yeah. my dad makes a joke about it all the time but it's so true um but yeah so like i think i like didn't realize i was a part of that until like I had a situation happen to me, which is where I realized I had situational anxiety. Well, I guess I should say that what happened to me caused the situational anxiety to be a part of my daily life now, mm-hmm, right. basically. Um, so I guess I'll tell you guys yeah, about yeah. that happening. It was um, probably my junior year summer um, of high, high school. school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not college, high school. Um, and I was meeting some friends at the mall and we were shopping and I was going to go babysit afterwards. And we were going to like a concert that weekend. Like we were like buying our outfits. And so I was, you know, I guess I was like 16 or 17 at the time cause I could drive. Um, and I was babysitting after, so I drove separate. So I was like, all right guys, like I have to go like, you know, whatever. And they're like, we're almost done. Like, do you just want to wait? And I was like, no, I can't be late. Like it was my first time babysitting these three girls. So I was like, I can't be late, whatever. So I was walking out of the mall, out of the doors, and I wasn't even parked that far away. I was, like, probably, like, halfway up the lane, but towards the center. And I open my car door, my front door, and I leave it open, and then I open my back door, and I was putting my bags down. And as I stood up, there was, like, a man at the front of my car. And right away, I, like, kind of had that, like, sixth sense where I was, like, eh, like, this doesn't really feel right like I kind of was like okay but me I'm and it's like a bad quality but a good quality I have like I'm just such like I try to see the best in everyone and I'm very nice all the time yeah so he was like yeah exactly so he was just like whispering to me basically like it literally sounded like I couldn't even make it out and right away I like got that bad feeling so I shut my back door and I stepped a little closer to my front door which was open and like closer to my car um and I was like I'm sorry like I don't know what you're saying I hear you. like I was yeah. like I'm sorry so he took a step closer to my car and um whispered whispered still couldn't understand him and he said Macy's that's the only word I made out so I was like at that time I was at the King of Fresh Mall it was huge so I Macy's was on the whole other side of the mall so I went to like point and I went oh like Macy's is over there and as I started pointing this guy literally tries to grab me around the car door. I thank God every day that my car door was open because I think that's the only thing that really 
saved him from actually touching me. Um, So I dropped every, I left my keys, my purse. Like I don't, I left my car door open and I just ran like, thank God my instincts told me to run. So it's like a sad story, but like a funny story because there's like young guy walking in the mall and I just grabbed his shirt from the back. Like he probably (laughs) thought I was like, I probably scared him so much. So I grabbed his shirt and I was like, screaming like help me help me help me like he's trying to get me like I was just word vomiting like I didn't even know what was happening yeah so this guy god bless him turns around he's like what guy like where is he and I'm pointing at my car I'm like there this guy was bolting it across the parking lot like bolting it across the parking lot to the point where like I don't want to say it wasn't worth it to go after him but like I still didn't really know what was happening no one yeah. really knew what was happening yeah. and I like still to this day remember like this like these two like women like moms I guess they like were holding their mouths like just like oh my god because I guess like being an outsider they like kind of realized what was happening but I still didn't so I was like on adrenaline probably 110 percent so you know the guy's like well what can I do for you like let, let me call someone like let me and I was like no 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 it's fine like I started playing it off like it was totally cool and he would not leave me he was like I'm gonna walk you back to your car so I let him walk me back to my car, even though it was a couple, you know, like feet away. And he's like, are you sure you don't want me to wait? And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just going to call my mom. Like, it's fine. Like, and he's like, all right. And like, he went off and he left. And so I get in the car and I'm buckling and I'm acting like everything's normal and I'm pulling out. And that's when it hit me. Like Ugh. I could not, my car was like bucking back and forth because yeah. I couldn't even like hit the pedal. And that's when I just like waterworks exploded and I Ugh. realized what potentially well, mind happened. you too he didn't even end up picking up your purse or a wallet no. or keys. so i left you yeah. i left my keys i left my purse i left my shopping bag so if he was trying to rob you he had the right. opportunity you yeah. like dropped it right. in front of him. so that was the other thing and that's something like leads like more to anxiety where i you know i realized that it was me that he wanted and not yeah. anything else which was like a scarier thing um so yeah long story short that ends up with that i call my mom hysterical she thinks like something worse happened, not even thinking that this could happen. Um, she comes and we talk to detectives and they never really were able to find him. They said cameras like didn't reach that part of the parking lot, which is weird to me because I was like right in the middle. But um, yeah, so it kind of went nowhere, which again, so I kind of like dropped it. I remember going to the concert that weekend and I remember being surrounded by family, but it was still like we were playing it off like it was like like, to me, it wasn't a big deal yet. Like, it, it just happened. I wasn't really processing it. Mm-hmm. So we went to the concert that weekend. And, um, you know, I was surrounded by friends, my boyfriend at the time. Like, everybody was with me. I was never alone. And I remember when we were walking back to the car at the end of the concert, I just lost it. There were, like, locals around. And there was just, you know, you were walking the streets yeah. at night. And I could not control myself. And I that was, like, the first time I realized, like, something really serious happened yeah. to me. Yeah. So, was it in Camden? It was in Wildwood, I think. Oh. It was like a concert on the beach. Just but like Camden would give me anxiety. From yeah, thank goodness it wasn't Camden or I would have like lost it. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, basically I went on with my life. Um, I always like had anxiety. I never went back to the mall for a long time and like wanted yeah. to vouch. I did nothing by myself. Yeah. I my dad would take me to get gas. Like I wouldn't, you know, go to the mm-hmm. store alone. I wouldn't do things. And then slowly but surely I started doing things alone, but I never went back to the mall. I yeah. never went back to the mall alone. I never parked in that parking spot. Never. Nothing. Yeah. So then college came around and obviously at college you're way more independent and things. Um, and you're meeting new people and you're going out and at night and things. And not that this happened broad daylight, I should say too. Yeah. It was like two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, I did not make it to babysitting if you were wondering. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, at night, just was when it really hit, and one time, me and my friend, we were walking into town, we went to school that had a really nice town, we were going to lunch, and a guy pulled over to ask for directions, and I went berserk, like, I ran, I was, like, panicking, I, like, blacked out, like, my friend came to get me, and all I remember is I was, like, on the sidewalk, we weren't drinking, like, I was completely sober, she was, like, Erin, he was just asking for directions, like, what, what is wrong with you, and I was, like, Oh my God. But it was like this heart racing, like sick to my stomach thing. So I went with Lauren um, one night, I visited her at school and I kind of like let everything explode out that I was like feeling. And she was like, Erin, like, I think this is anxiety. And like, I think you need to go talk to someone. I think you need to. I knew it well enough. (laughs) Yeah. Lauren (laughs) Lauren knew it well enough. But it was like, for me, I thought it was just like, oh, I'm dealing with this. Oh, I'm dealing with this. But then I realized, you know what? Like, I really should 
get someone to help me yeah. deal with it. So I went to my doctor and she diagnosed it as PTSD anxiety, like a situational anxiety. Yeah. Um, and I was like, at first I was like, could not wrap my head around like, oh, you have PTSD. Yeah, because it like, sounds like something like in the war. I don't know. That's I, right. I mean, like I feel like anytime you hear PTSD, it's like a veteran. Yeah. Like, totally. And you can have PTSD from literally anything. Right. So I was like, I did not like that she called it that. But then like, you know, as I grew older and like I'm realizing it, I you know, that's what is PTSD is. Yeah. Like, you get in certain situations and by, like, a flick yeah. of yeah. the switch, it, like, reminds you of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so she put me on medication and I went to therapies. Um, I saw a couple therapists and just, like, talked about things and, like, they helped me realize that, like, it's okay to be anxious um, in certain situations. And now I just – I really know better how to control it yeah. and, like, when it's going to occur. And, like, don't get me wrong, like, I still – don't throw myself in situations and like it took a long time I think for a lot of my friends to realize that this wasn't me being dramatic like this was me and like a real fear of mine like all credit to my friends they're awesome but like you know at school it'd be like oh just take an uber home by yourself or oh like we're just gonna walk home like it was just would not fly with me so thank god I had good friends that like helped me deal with that but um you know it's still like that to this day but I know how to handle it better I actually had a therapist at school who he pushed me to my limit and he made me go back to the parking lot where it happened and he made me walk in the mall. And I remember, I think, I don't know if you were with this one. I know my mom was with me. I remember it being was a big like, deal. I don't know if I was We like didn't even have to go to the mall, but like he was like, you're going home on break. Like you're going to do it. Cause this was yeah. at school I was seeing him. He was like, you're going to do it. Like you're going to walk in and you're going to do it. And I did it. And I remember from that day, I was like, okay, like things can happen. Yeah. Like, yeah. Success can happen. So anyway, that's, basically where my anxiety stems from. I have day-to-day anxiety, like my medication that I'm on helps with that. Um, And, you know, I've tried to get off of it a few times and it just doesn't work out. So um, I'm happy being on medication. I think it's what I need right now. And hopefully eventually one day I'll get to the point where I don't need it. But I like to live my life um, not fearing for my life. Um, You know, and again, like I sometimes I like the situation that happened to me because I was able to like be more aware mm-hmm. and like of certain things, um, you know, and just my surroundings yeah. and things like that. Like it, it did help me to become who I am and like yeah. do, you know, the way I handle certain situations. Right. But, yeah. um, and it's, it's so crazy too, because especially now I feel like human trafficking and like taking people and things like that are like such a, big topic now I mean this has obviously been going on for years but like it's such like I don't want to say a hot again, topic it's coming but it to is. light again it's coming to light and it's that's so scary and I I remember when that happened because I remember Lauren telling me about it and I had like on my keys then I got one of those like knuckle things because I was like so I was like holy shit we ordered pepper sprays for everyone <laughs> yeah like I remember I got that and put it on my keys because like I was at in college at the point and I'm someone like I feel like I'm pretty, very independent. Like I do things by myself all the time. And I feel like I always, even just like from your story, like when I am like alone going into a parking lot, I'm like very, very uh, like aware like of hyper my, aware. like yeah. hyper aware of my surroundings and like off my phone, like Which looking again, around. Good. Like, so it's another good thing that came right. from your story. Yeah. About, yeah. But- and that's like where the situation anxiety, like that's where it came from, but that's how it plays a part in my life itself. It's yeah. like any type of parking lot, gas station, mm-hmm. store, it, like when someone looks at me the wrong yeah, way, yeah. it's any type of like, that's where my anxiety explodes. That's where yeah. I get my heart racing. My yeah. palms are sweaty. My head, you know, I, I black out. I do like, yeah. I'll forget how I got to the car, you know, mm-hmm. like I, it's things like that. But, um, you know, I'm on medication that helps yeah. relieve that and yeah. it helps tone that down. Um, but yeah, it's something I'm always hyper aware of. And yeah. I'm glad you guys are hyper aware. Like, yeah. you know, that's something like, yeah. I think Good. especially nowadays yeah. you have to be aware. And it's one of those things where I feel like, that's always something where you're like you don't really take it seriously until it happens to you or like you don't think oh that won't happen to me but like when you it happens to someone you know or like like, someone in your circle you're like oh shit this can happen to anyone and like especially now like I always am like you know those things on the internet where it's like like beware like there this is a new sex trafficking tactic or this is a new whatever for people to take you and I feel like it's so like important to be aware of your surroundings but it makes total sense yeah why. they're like no one's gonna put perfume on your car or a dollar bill on your windshield or hide under your car that's like the new thing people yeah. say they like hide under your car and stuff and I'm like sitting there like nodding my head I'm like yeah, they yeah but like I never would have thought in broad daylight like, in the middle of the parking lot where there are people yeah. that pe- 
that yeah. someone would do that. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's the thing. Like our mall is like one of the most like known, well-known malls. It's like in the, it's number the second th- biggest. Yeah, yeah. It's like the, the biggest, third biggest. Yeah. in yeah. in America. So it's like very populated. Like I never go to that mall and it's not crowded. Right. Yeah. So it's Which very makes you feel good, but then at the same time, that's the thing. Like, it's like it's very ballsy of that man to have like tried to have yeah. done it there. Yeah. But and it's just it it's crazy. it's crazy. So it makes total sense that you would develop an anxiety yeah. because of that like I would be petrified as well yeah. I'm petrified and it didn't happen to me and then that brings me to to me because yeah. you mentioned like you have your day-to-day anxiety now so mine I think is um different but very similar to both of yours like I was mm-hmm. like literally nodding I'm like yeah that's the same yeah. so for me I just have generalized anxiety disorder so in high school senior year specifically um I was kind of just like in a rough spot I think it had to do with like, you know, college, it had to do with a bad relationship. Like it was just very stressful time in my life. And I just started like acting differently. I had different behaviors. I wasn't feeling great. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I just didn't know what was wrong with me. I was starting to like, you know, I didn't want to eat. I wasn't sleeping. I just like something was wrong. Mm -hmm. And my parents were like, okay, you're not acting yourself. Like, is it college? Like what's stressing you out? So come to find out I had anxiety and it was one of those, like, I couldn't explain it. I literally could not figure out why I was feeling anxious. And like at the time, now I can look back and be like college and it was all these different things. And when I went to the doctors, they were like, listen, like you're going to have to get on medication. And at that point, like our friends didn't talk about medication our friends did not say that that was normal and then, like, like anxiety wasn't a no a thing that people talked about and like medicate being like the being whole medicated. like therapy yeah, is good medicated. for you medication yeah. is okay like that wasn't like that's thing. like one thing it I sounds love. so wrong and so yeah. like right I love that now serious. that it's like is trending that yeah. like therapy rocks and yeah. like you know take medication if you need it because back then it was not so mm-hmm. I felt so weird and yeah. I didn't tell anyone it was like a secret you wanted yeah. to hide it I didn't tell anyone I didn't even tell you for a very long time I was ashamed about it a little mm-hmm. bit and but the doctor was like listen if you go on this it's going to help you identify what's causing it like yeah. like you know it kind of gives you that awareness yeah. of, of what it is and um so I went on it I definitely felt better um and then literally maybe a month into my college experience I so like this was senior year a month into college, I took myself off of it. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not supposed to do, but I was feeling better. I had like a good like life. I was loving college. I had a great boyfriend. I just like felt way more myself. And I was able to go through college all four years without being on the medication. That being said, I had so many more panic. That was when I had my anxiety attacks and my panic attacks. And it'd be like, you know, I would be in a fight with mm-hmm. Tyler and it would be about nothing. Yeah. It would be about so something stupid. I would hyperventilate yeah. because I was so upset. Like it was like, I didn't know how to control my own body. Yeah. I remember, I remember you calling me and be like, can I come over? I need to talk. And I'd be like, yeah, come over. And it'd be like something happened with Tyler. So simple. Yeah, and and I would be like, and in your mind, yeah. you don't understand again that I was just, being anxious, I just yeah. made a situation. It's like your body can't catch up with your yeah. body. Like no. you can't put the two together. It's mm-hmm. like, and I'm I'm the type of person too, and like I think everyone can like attest that knows me is I can't sit down. I can't. I need to be doing a million and ten things always. Like you know, I have the podcast. I babysit. I watch dogs, and I write a book, and I'm also doing this and that. And it's just I like to do that because if I'm sitting still, I am anxious, mm-hmm. and that so that's kind of how I coped all through college. I would kept myself busy. And finally getting out of college, I was starting to just have, I want to say maybe it was even a year ago, I had to get back on it. Like, so I always dealt with that. I always knew I was anxious, but I just dealt with it like out of, because again, I had that bad experience where I was ashamed. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go back on it. Like, yeah. because I felt like if I was admitting help, that was bad. Like yeah. I was like, I'm not going to do that. So I in. I felt like things could have been way easier. I was on birth control that mm-hmm. definitely made me more anxious and emotional. And then about a year ago, I was just starting to have like, it might've been longer than a year ago, but starting to have almost like a sadness that I couldn't pinpoint. Like I was like, my life's so great. And, but why am I anxious? Like, mm-hmm. Why does my mind constantly think like, is there something better? Is like, yeah. should I be doing something different? Am I being good enough? Like mm-hmm. I was constantly going with my mind 
So I went to my, a new doctor and, you know, talked about it and they were like, you have anxiety. And I'm like, I know. And so he's like, why'd you get off of it? And I kind of explained everything. And, um, he's like, I, I, he's like, do you realize how common this is? And I was like, yeah, like, uh, yeah. And he was like, no, seriously. He's like, I, you know, see people, especially all businessmen, Mm -hmm. other doctors, like, students like everybody experiences this and they have to go on medication because it helps them and he's like you know we can try other avenues if this doesn't work for you like maybe Mm -hmm. I would have been a therapy type gal but like this ended up working for me and so now you know like I am on that medication I'm still on it now and Mm -hmm. um I I feel good enough again like um I was been talking to my doctor like maybe after the wedding going off of it just because like listen wedding stressful during COVID and so like probably the doctor's like yeah we're not gonna take you off yet so but it's um it's a daily thing for me and like there's so many different days where I will just feel off and Mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm think of a pretty outgoing bubbly person and there'll be just days where I'm just like not mm-hmm. or there'll be moments where I'm just like I'm anxious and like Tyler's like why and I'm like I don't know yeah. <laughs> like I still don't know and it's and that's what my day-to-day is mm-hmm. um and it it does affect generalized anxiety disorder in in general um <laughs> affects your day-to-day yeah. like so it's something that like I do think about all the time I am the type like and that's why people like laugh because I look I look into things so much more deeply than mm-hmm. I need to but it's because my mind it's like overanalyzing everything yes. I feel like I overanalyze every situation oh my in my god life. yes and I think and about it years like, later I, I, feel sick I am it. Like the epitome of like overanalyzing like a social situation like I will come and that's the thing like when I go out or something like that I will come home and just think about was that weird? Yeah. Like, did I, you why think, would I you say play that? it back? You yeah. know, like, I wish I did this and differently. And I think we're all kind of people pleasers too. Like, yeah. I always want to make the most of, like, every situation. So I'll have anxiety over that. It's yeah. Stuff. Like, I'll, yeah. you know, were yeah. they happy? Were they happy? You know, did I see something wrong? And yeah. It's oh, constant. Mm-hmm. It, it's a lot. And I think, again, so many people deal with it and that's okay. And mm-hmm. again, you might deal with these things and not have an anxiety disorder. Yeah, totally. But it's, it's normal. And I think that, you know, we, we all also have different ways of coping with yeah. it too. So I want to kind of get into that. Okay. And I have to say too, I like, cause I've thought about this before cause I, I have a ton of friends who have anxiety and I'd have to say probably like 80% of my friends have, are on anxiety medication. Yeah. Like I yeah. know a ton <laughs> of people who take medication for anxiety and it's totally, totally normal. And all of them are for different reasons. Yep. Like, handle things differently and like it's just it can be just like in a wide array and I feel like it is like I'm so happy that our friends are so like comfortable now like I can't tell you how many mental breakdowns I've had and my friends have had like together and so it's so it makes it so much more comfortable when you can just like even just be like I I don't know like I'm like I'm anxious today I don't know why and it's just like a it's normalizing it and it's like making it okay yeah and it's one of those things too where I never I always see this where it's like people where it's like oh what's wrong oh I'm anxious oh calm down and it's like it's like the ways to like help your friends who like are feeling anxious and I'm totally I'm probably I've totally probably was guilty of telling you to calm down like just calm down take a deep breath before because like if you haven't experienced it it's hard to understand like that's the thing like I've definitely had friends that I had to especially in college like they did not understand and they're Mm -hmm. like you're being dramatic or you're being too emotional or like you're being silly like it's Mm -hmm. okay and I'm like you don't get it yeah. until you get it. Yeah, like yeah. you, it seems so crazy. And I think from just our conversation, we could get people who are thinking right now, like, oh gosh, well, you know, that's just normal life and everybody feels like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, they over, over prescribe anxiety medications. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, like we're just letting ourselves be helped yeah. in something that works for us. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, I've, been both mm-hmm. I've had my anxiety where I was on medication and I've had it when I've been without yeah and let me tell you I choose this one oh I'm yeah not. like it's and just, it it's should better. just be like honestly who fucking cares like if it if it helps you get through life right who gives a shit that's like, exactly how I look at it I'm like do cares? I want to be on this for my entire life yeah no right. but if it's helping me right now in my moment mm-hmm. live my day-to-day life and 
survive and be happy, then guess what? I'm saying on it. Like, whatever gets you through the day. Like, honestly. Like, I just feel like it's one of those things, like, who cares? If it helps you, it helps you. And, like, doesn't have to be anyone else's business. And that's why I wanted to, like, normalize therapy. Like, Mm -hmm. that is – and I love – again, I said this earlier, that it's starting to become more mainstream. Mm -hmm. And people are like, oh, my gosh, yeah, I have a therapist. And, like, it's like, you know, just like saying you have a dentist. Like, It's like an accessory to people. But it's good because it's like if that's how you – like, me and Anna always joke that this is our therapy. Like, we, like – but because this is what you would do in a therapy yeah. session, you would vent, you would talk, you get to talk about yourself for yeah. like an hour, and that's great. And someone just like tells you, keep talking, like please tell me more, and um, it's helpful. They give you tools and resources, like yours did, Air, mm-hmm. like for you know how to confront your anxieties or mm-hmm. fears, and I think it's scary too like and I know this is a whole different topic but like for men like I feel like they get a stigma that if they were to go on anxiety medication or go see a therapist oh god like you know they're not you know manly enough or like I so I'm loving that people are making it more comfortable yeah more normal because that might work for you like I'm not personally in it right now but like you know that's I'm not crossing that off my list yeah I would totally even though I feel fine right now I'd be totally open to going see a therapist just yeah. because it's like we all got stuff in there that yeah. we need to. I have a ton of like teacher friends that they are always like get a therapist because mm-hmm. it's your place to like let go of like all your worries, all your yeah. anxieties to just someone who's listened. But then they're also there to help you. Yeah, you know, so someone it's, dedicated I, it's so to you. normal. It is so normal. Yeah, it's so okay to do that. Yeah, and it's so like. Uh, like in like the summer, like when I was having my, uh, anxiety issues, um, like more like on a daily basis and everything, it was one of those things where, and like Morgan, I mean, I'm lucky my roommate slash best friend is a therapist. Um, <laughs> yep. not that, you know, she can't see me clinically, but she does help. Um, like, and it's one of those things where like when you're having like on the verge of an anxiety attack or you're feeling anxious, like, um, she would just like ask me questions of like, just like like things going on in my life like what could be making you anxious did you sleep well last night did you eat today um did you have caffeine today is there something that's bothering you what are like what do you have to do today what do you have to do tomorrow what's something this week that could be bugging you to help you identify yeah and it's like like and it'd be like if I could vocalize why I was feeling this way like helping like I feel like for me too since I'm a very like logical person like rationalizing why I was feeling the way yeah it's like it makes you feel so much better when you just like can like work through the steps and just like I don't know just even like planning out your day. I feel like I've always been a planner, but even especially when I was feeling very anxious, but even now, like planning things out and writing things down and almost just like chunking things out together and like, you know, figuring things out like almost like a puzzle piece or whatever just helped I think it's so much grounding. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Like so yeah. it's like you're kind of taking stock of what's around you and on what your life's doing to yeah. almost see if you can figure it out on your own. Yeah. Like I remember that was one of the tools that my therapist, my, um, not therapist, doctor way back when yeah. in, in high school said to me, they're like, if you're getting anxious or having anxiety attack, like take a breath easier said than done sometimes, but like take a breath and look around and just notice five things around yeah. you. That's, like there's yep. a TV, there's a couch yep. there because it's grounding and it makes you be like, okay, wait, I'm here. Like you said, Eric, you might not know you're having anxiety attack. Right. It's like, okay, wait, here I am. Let me breathe. Yeah. Now what's actually bothering me? I literally, that happened to me in the middle of the summer. I literally like was laying in bed trying to fall asleep and I like was in the middle of having an anxiety attack and I like shot up and I like turned my light on and I, I don't know why, like counting is like a weird thing mm-hmm. for me that I yeah. just do all the time. Counting I like counts. weirdly count things, but I would like, when I, I like stood up, I like sat up and I just like counted all the drawers in my room <laughs> and like sat there just, and like, like sat and, like, took, and I don't know what it, I always think, I don't know what it is, but as soon as I'm having, being anxious, I like automatically like, oh, it's heartburn. I don't know what it is. <laughs> like my first thing to do. The when amount I'm, like, of times Anne Marie has told me she's oh my God. heartburn. <laughs> and I think it's just it's just anxiety. Like that I makes literally, so much and sense. it's it's just when I lay down because then like I'll like lay down like I can't it's sleep. Like, this is probably a lot of garlic. No, and like that's like, the thing is like I specifically like took things out of my diet to like not give me heartburn. I always mistake anxiety for heartburn, and I take a Tums and nothing works, and I'm like I'm just fucking anxious. Like that's, oh, this is what God. it is. 
So yeah, I don't know. I always like think it's Harper first and take a Tom's and it's not. And that's, that's, that's just like my my thing. But well, I want to give one more um like advice thing that I yeah. noticed before we wrap this up. Um, I think especially for someone like me, and again, it's it's different, but I think it could help people. It's like one, like let yourself live in the anxious moment. Mm-hmm. Like I think I've tried so many times to try and cover it up and yeah. like try and avoid it and just be like, oh Lauren, you're anxious, but like ignore it ignore yeah. it like keep going and, and it's like you almost get anxiety about having anxiety. about having your it's anxiety like and that's it I'd be like oh, I'm gonna be anxious today and then I'd like make myself anxious because I didn't want to feel anxious yeah like I think it's you know you get yourself in a cycle yeah. but it's like let yourself sit in that for a second and you know breathe and then do something that's comforting to you like I always everyone makes fun of me but I watch Gilmore Girls like literally all the time mm-hmm. on loop but it's comforting to me so it's like something that I, if I'm having a really anxious night, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch Gilmore yeah. Girls, even though I've done it for 20 times in a row. And it's like, that's my thing. Yeah. Like, find what makes you comfortable. Yeah. Is it laying in your bed and just, like, going to sleep? Like, that might be your coping yeah. mechanism. Let yourself do that. Yeah. And that's, okay. that's kind of thing for me, too, because there's such a thing, especially for people who have social anxiety, like, having, like, social burnout. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that, too, kind of plays in. Like, if I'm – and I also said this in the blog post, like slowing down and just like giving yourself time to chill because I feel like I'm constantly like on the run, like doing things socially, work, second work, podcast, everything like that. So it's like, I feel like if I'm giving myself like too much to do and I'm like overly socially extending myself, like, you know, extending my social battery, if you will. Um, I, then I like feel more anxious. So that's like, when that happens, I need to just be like, I cancel plans. I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm doing nothing this weekend. I can't handle it. So I feel like, yeah, just like kind of like giving yourself room to like do nothing. If that's what makes you feel good, that makes me feel good. Um, and just like relax and just like take it easy. Be kind to yourself. And I want to say too, like, I want, people to know like it's okay not to be okay like for the longest time I don't want to say I thought something was wrong with me but I just pushed everything to the side and I think that's why I would have those huge blackout moments and huge you know panic attacks anxiety attacks in the street and things like that because I didn't want to face it I didn't want to be you know not normal Mm -hmm. and you know I wanted to be that normal girl but you know it's okay to like have anxieties and it's okay to you know, it's okay to like express that. And, you know, you don't have to go telling the whole world, but like definitely get help if you need it. Like, don't be afraid to go talk to your doctor. Don't be afraid to um, do yoga Mm -hmm. or, you know, natural medicines, whatever like helps you let it help you. Yeah. Like it's 2020 communicate about it. Like we all are listening. If you're good friends, we're going to let you talk about it. Yeah. And, you know, on, on another note, just came to me. Do you guys agree that anxiety probably came from popcorn reading in school? No. Oh, oh I for sure. Had always I love to read in school. Oh, oh my no. God. I literally would, like, count how many Oh, I would stand in the pegs for sure. reading aloud. Like, I always. <laughs> I would. Like, I don't know I if you know popcorn reading, but yeah. it's, like, where you would, like, it's either – when you were in desks in school, yeah. everyone read a paragraph and it went to your paragraph. You had to read out loud. And like, of course the teacher likes to <laughs> well, like, like, yeah, I also like to read aloud. Like I love, that. I hate panic. I always hated reading. And then aloud. I'm like, Oh my God, my friend, I'm like, you know, Anna Marie's in my class. She's going to pick on me yeah. like that. You know? Oh my God. I no, I remember one time my friends always love this story. I, Another funny story. Oh, yeah, this one's good. I like I this. was in English class, and um, my oh, other roommate, best friend Molly, she was reading, and I was just like, I knew she was going to pick me. I was like, this little shit, she's going to pick me. So I'm, like, uh, skipping ahead trying to figure out the paragraph, and I'm, like, frantically Practicing reading it. Like, I think, we, I think we were reading, like, Great Gatsby or something like that. I'm, like, reading ahead. I'm, like, looking, like, trying to, like, be, like practice in my head. Yeah. And it gets – I'm, like, practicing so much in my head, like, thinking. <laughs> Molly finishes her part and goes to say <laughs> – some person's Popcorn. name and she says this got a kid in our class kevin i don't know how and what we're all she says kevin and i hear anna i start reading and everyone in the class is like laughing because 
I started reading when she clearly said Kevin. And so I'm thinking, oh my God, they're laughing at me. I'm messing up, which is making me, I literally don't think I read one word that was in the paragraph because I was so like anxious that I was like doing a bad job, which was just making me do like an even worse job. So I like finished this paragraph and I look up at our teacher. Everyone's cracking up and the teacher's like trying to shush everyone. I'm like in like a sophomore in high school. Like, we weren't like young. And she, I like looked up to I looked up at her and I was like, can I do that again? And she was like, yeah, do it again. So I like, took a breath. I like reread it. Everything was fine. At the end of the class, like Molly and like our guy friends like walk up to me. They're like, you idiot. Like and Molly's like, I didn't even say your name. And I was like, what? And she said, I said Kevin's name. I said, no, you didn't. You said Anna. And they were all like, no, she said Kevin. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. So like I like. There, co- this is also where your social anxiety Oh dear God. <laughs> Poor Kevin just wanted to read. Yeah. Like and get a chance. No, and he he was probably sitting there like, what is this psycho doing? Like, oh my god! I've definitely so, done that with other things that where you amp yourself up so much, or you yeah. think they're gonna ask you a question, and you're like, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I oh, thank God in college there was no such thing as popcorn reading. Yeah, um, but I remember like <laughs> I was don't put popcorn. I was in your mortified. <laughs> like they that's still like a story my friends love to tell people because like oh, they think it's what hilarious. many. I, I just have, have a lot I'm, of stories. A book of stories, mm-hmm. but yeah. So, um, yeah, that's definitely that's where my social anxiety stems from. Thank you, Molly. You're the reason. <laughs> I mean, that is a good note to end it on. Mm-hmm. Um, Erin, thank you so much for joining. Thank you guys yes. for having me and letting me, you know, open up. Yeah, thank share you for sharing to your world. Yeah, no, this was fun, and I'm glad we'll definitely have to have you on again because mm-hmm. this is. Cute. I know it can, it can be hard to open up and share things. So thank you. I know you, you were super vulnerable. You doing were really it for the good. potty. Thank you for the potty. Mm-hmm. I almost wanted to open with that. Be like, thanks for having me on the potty, just because I know Lauren hates <laughs> I it. I don't like it. But I was like, no, I'll be nice. <laughs> Anna loves to say, oh, we're potty casting. We're like, I don't, I'm just like, I, we're doing the potty tonight. Ugh. I don't like it. Potty, potty. No, it's not a potty. <laughs> yes, it is. Dear God. All well, right. all right. Until next time. T-T-Y-L-X-O-X-O. Oh, you're cute. Thanks for listening to the Girl Vibes Only podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and stick around for more every Monday morning. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Girl Vibes Only. That's G-R-L Vibes Only. To stay up to date on our latest content and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. T-T-Y-L-X-O-X-O. Girl Vibes Only.